0: You know, when I started this show, I started this for people that weren't into the big brain content. And here we are several weeks later and all we got is biotech and cryptocurrency and finance conversations. Anyway, show starts now. Two, one, boom. Hotep Jesus.
1: Of all the Jesuses I know, he's the Hotepiest. Social scientist and YouTube host, Hotep Jesus. How the fuck do you get a name like Hotep Jesus? The one and only Hotep Jesus.
2: Ryan Sharp, better known to the world as Hotep Jesus.
1: Hotep Jesus. Hotep Jesus. Hotep, Hotep, Hotep hotep, Jesus. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Somebody said what do you
0: think you are? Some kind of Hotep Jesus? Ooh, and that's I was good. like, ooh, that's <laughs> sexy. <laughs> yes, I do think I'm Hotep <laughs> Jesus. What's up, people? Welcome to the Griff Report. I'm your host, Hotep Jesus, the Griff God.
1: Hotep Jesus. Hotep Jesus. Hotep 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 Jesus. Hotep, you're a genius. HotepJesus.com.
0: Jesus.com. Hotep to the chat.
1: Hotep.
0: What up, y'all? Disclaimer. This stream contains adult humor, and was created strictly for comedic and artistic purposes. No offense is intended toward any product or individuals featured in this video. Let's get that out the way. What up, chatters? Welcome, happy Friday. Shout out to my rumblers rumbling. Jay, Laura Ann, Hotep Boulay, let's go Brandon. I see the big energy in the chat. I see the big energy in the chat. What's going on over here? Uh, On YouTube Wilmar, Sauce the Profit Willie Handy, Fresh Mike What up y'all, how y'all feeling man How y'all feeling now, Like I said, I started this show Because I wanted to mix in a little bit of small brain content uh, With, with some big brain content You know, you want to Hide the medicine In the candy type thing But I ain't got much candy today Today I ain't got much candy, but I do got some crazy shit to show you. I do got some crazy shit to show you. I got some crazy biotech information to show you. I got some angry New Yorkers and we got some CBDC talk. Federal Reserve issue guidance. JP Morgan is making some moves. You know? You know. Um, I spent um so real quick, um before we go into this update from New York City and their school district. As you know, Hotep Nation is a five hundred one C non five hundred one nonprofit organization. I think it's a C, C three or some shit like that. But we are a nonprofit organization. What we do is we support the homeschooling community, and to not be a hypocrite, I homeschool my kids. Um, and no, none of that money goes towards me. That just that's all Hotep Nation money. I do not commingle funds. Anyway, um, so the first two weeks of homeschooling this year is being spent on artificial intelligence so to give you a rough idea of what we're doing maybe you guys want to copy this but basically what i'm doing is i'm setting up a stream of income for my sons they're basically going to run a business and uh, we're going to be using artificial intelligence to do that so they're going to be launching a twitter account um growing that twitter account um, and that account is going to be about productivity, everything in the productivity space. Right. So being more productive, getting more work done in your day, memory, recall, focus, concentration, motivation, all of that stuff. And they're also going to be launching a YouTube channel and a YouTube channel is going to have AI generated videos based upon AI generated content to help people get better. So this is what they're going to be doing, they're gonna be doing uh, uh, generating AI video and AI Twitter posts, okay, uh, or X posts. I guess we just say now, right? I'm finally coming along to calling it X. Anyway, um, so yeah, that's what we we're working on. So this morning, I was searching for some YouTube AI thumbnail generators for video, and the way things are going right now, thumbnails don't mean that much anymore. But they do mean something on Rumble. So I updated my Rumble scheme that my um to, uh, my uh, thumbnail scheme today. Hopefully you guys like it. Let me know, let me know, let me know. Uh, I did take my master focus. Uh, I've been on it consistently, and my head is just much more clear. I'm way more focused, way more motivated and ready to go and really knocking shit out. Got a meeting tomorrow set up with the Men of Water team. Today I spent some time cleaning out the Men of Water chat. We made a new chat, brought the new team over, kicked out a bunch of members that weren't active, and... uh we got the core team now and everything looks good I love being lean, I love trimming the fat As we go into This Is be phase 3 for Men of Order man. I can't wait to uh, tell you guys The big announcement we have to make But make sure you guys check out Menoforder.com Without further ado, let's hop into our first Story of the day Yo, how many tabs do I got open? Let me see, hold on, let me count my tabs 1 2 Three, four. I'm not going to count that one because this one's homework for me. I have to like read this. There's a whole stable report that I have to study. That's just more for my own um, personal knowledge. Maybe I'll share it with you if there's if I see something pertinent. Six. So we got six total in here. Uh, I, No, sorry. Seven. We have seven financial stories to go over today. And hardly no there's no there's no small brain content today. There's just important shit, like really fucking important shit we gotta discuss today. So let's go in the grift bag. Let's pull this up. First of all Hold on. First of all, we're taking strong dad to Hotep Court. We're taking strong dad to Hotep court. Now, I saw this tweet pop up on my timeline earlier, okay? Well, let me fix this a little bit. I'm a little, you know me, OCD and shit with the lines and the symmetry and all of that. Anyway, I saw this tweet earlier, right? From this guy, Jay Mulholland, and he says, "Uh, I went over to my homeboy's house last night to watch the game. I left my phone on the coffee table. He saw my lock screen and decided to go through my phone like a female. Uh, Long story short, he got mad because I had screenshots of his girl's pics of my phone. All stuff she's posted on her socials. I've never crossed a line or reached out to her behind his back. Literally just took screenshots of stuff she has made public. Man's in his feelings want to throw our relationship away over public photos. Shaking my head, scary times. And he tags her. Okay. And then... Some some photos of this account. Uh, her name is Rethiculus. Okay, she's got some pronouns in her bio, and as you can see here from this tweet, it says here Jay Mulholland doesn't know me or my man in real life. Now I I didn't I didn't need to see that update. I just saw that tweet from her just now, but I didn't need to see that to know this was bullshit. Okay, I, I, I sniffed this out right away. I'm like, oh, this is some sort of promo. This is like him trolling. This is like really good troll, okay? But who fell for the troll? Strong dad. Strong dad, you fell for it. This was a troll. He said, "Yo, you are my homie and you're taking uh screenshots of my girl. I'm a I'm going to take you out back." This shit is a bro code violation and you deserve excommunication at the very least. So we're taking Strong Dad to court for falling for a troll. Strong Dad, I'll see you on Hotep Court. How dare you fall for this? How dare you? This is what happens when this is what happens when Um. <laughs> he said, okay, I fell for the troll. <laughs> you know what this is? This is when you grifting over the speed limit. I need Strong Dad to slow down. Strong Dad is grifting. O- He's He's just below Uncle Hotep, pause, grifting over the speed limit. (laughs) He was at the gym at the same time. (laughs) I didn't research either, but I read the tweet and knew he was, although I was in the comfort of my bed and had a lot of time to, you know, sort of ponder over this. I wasn't in the gym. But you got to focus on your gym workout. You focused on everything else but your gym workouts, Strong, dad. Caught you slipping. Caught you slipping. <laughs> he ain't think he's going to make the, the summer jam screen on this Friday. Griff report. You made it. I got my eyes on all you hoteps. I got to keep you motherfuckers in line, man. Especially with Uncle Hotep <laughs> going rogue. I got to keep my eye on all of y'all. It gets the best of us. It gets the best of us. All right, let's go to to, to a, a major story today. We got this, uh, I think this is an Italian woman, Italian mom. She's uh, upset because of uh, what immigration is doing in the great state of New York. Let's see what she's got to say.
2: New York parents, you keep making fucking noise, okay? Because this governor does not give a fuck about our kids, okay? They said, listen, kids come to school, you cannot turn them away based on their immigration status. They don't speak English, you need to find somebody who can speak their language. I'm sorry, what the fuck did you just say? Because I'll tell you right now, when my kids went to school, every fucking time I had to register a kid, I needed a mortgage paper. I needed a tax bill. I needed utility fucking bills, birth certificates, vaccination fucking records, okay? My kids had to be up to date on their polio, on their MMR, on their DPT, on their fucking parvo and rabies and shit like that, okay? Now you're going to let all these kids in the school that have nothing? So I had to protect everybody else's kids. I had to follow all these rules. But now fuck it. Fuck it. We're just going to throw it out to the wayside because you have a little bit of a fucking crisis? No. Now it doesn't work like that. You know what else doesn't work? What else doesn't work is that I have a vehicle that is licensed and registered and insured. You got all these little electric things, these scooters, these mopeds that have nothing and they're being used all over the city because the migrants have to learn how to make money. They have to be able to deliver food. They have to be able to run fucking errands with what money, I have no idea. However, what happens when one of these little fucking mopeds hits my car and they don't have insurance? Who's gonna pay that? Me, of course I am, I'm not gonna drive around in a piece of shit fucking car, okay? This is ridiculous, this is absolutely fucking ridiculous and you know where it starts? It starts at the top with Bobo, okay? You know the non-mask wearing, I don't give a fuck about a veteran, I'm gonna walk off the stage and I'm a complete fucking moron, so Harris is gonna be president, that guy, that's what I'm talking about, okay? But parents, like I said, you keep going because even the most liberal fucking parents out there that I've seen are pissed, are pissed. We had to stay in a district that we paid taxes in and now our schools are a fucking nightmare. It's a shit show. It all goes. It doesn't matter. You know, what? when your kid starts coming home with measles and fucking polio, remember a couple years ago, that was a big thing. It's coming back. It's coming back. Fucking Hochul is a
0: moron. Last thing you want to do is piss off a white woman. Last thing you want to do is piss off a white woman, especially a white woman with some kids. When malls attack. Oh, it's the dangerous, dangerous thing to do. Oh, man. Y'all think she's from Queens? Yeah, probably Queens. I let Unk slither away too easy last night. That's okay. We got the guilty verdict on Unk last night. We got it. But you see what's going on in New York. The moms are pissed. OK. The moms are pissed. She said even the New York most Pan- even the most liberal of of parents are upset because there's one standard for them. One standard for us. Such is the way of communism.
1: Hotep, you're a genius. Oh, Jesus dot com. All
0: right. All right. It's time to get to the nitty gritty. Like I said, we ain't have much. We ain't have much in the bag. Time to get to the fucking nitty gritty. Watch this shit. Look at this. I'm about to show y'all something crazy. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Hold on. Says here, former Google AI expert raises 100 million dollars for biotech startup. Y'all see that. So it says here, um, he was um, Jacob was a pioneer of the technology behind ChatGPT. NVIDIA funding and design for biological software. This is how we getting down on Friday, y'all. This is why you watch this show. Nobody else is going to be talking about this in the right wing, I promise you. Look at this. A biotech startup founded by a former Google artificial intelligence expert. We talked about that. And uh it says here Palo Alto based inceptive, uh, inceptive plans. Inceptive plans to use the funds to develop new types of vaccines and drugs. It is designing biological software using the latest AI technology. Okay. Um it says here, software programs code executable instructions on a computer, he said. We want to do that, but with cells in your body. I'm going to repeat that again. Software programs code executable instructions on a computer. We want to do that, but with the cells in your body. So they want to program the cells in your body. Am I reading that correctly or am I reading that wrong? Somebody help me out here. It says here. The company has built an AI software platform that designs entirely unique molecules made of MRNA. The biological unit that Pfizer and bio and tech use to make their COVID-19 vaccines. This is the software they use. Once Inceptive tests these in its labs, it licenses the molecules out to pharmaceutical companies to assemble and put through clinical trials. Where is Tanai? Where is Tanai? We need Tanai. Where is Tanai? What the hell is going on here? Inceptive said it was working with a large European pharmaceutical company. Let me make sure this this looks good on your screen. You know how I am. You know how I am. which is experimenting with the startup's molecules to develop new infectious disease vaccines. The success of mRNA (laughs) against COVID-19 is yet to be replicated in other vaccines. I'm going to read that sentence again. The success of mRNA against COVID-19 has yet to be replicated in other vaccines. The success, they say. (laughs) Life is hard. Life is hard. Streaming is much harder. We want to provide this as a horizontal capability to any entity developing mRNA and later RNA medicines. There are currently about three hundred and ten programs in flight, somewhere between preclinical and clinical trials. He added that conservative estimates indicate that more than seven hundred mRNA drugs will be in development by the end of the decade. Other biotechs that have announced drugs discovered or developed using AI tools include Accenture, Verge Genomics, and Recursion Pharmaceuticals. However, most of the time and cost of the drug development process is in the clinical trials rather than designing molecules. Okay. So we cover biotech on this show now. I tried to go small brain, but it's just like my brain just doesn't seem to adapt too well to that shit. So let's go down. Isn't this wild y'all? Chad says the success has yet to be. Ain't that the truth? Laura Ann says they want MRNA technology and all vaccines. There you go. Shout out to K. I see you K. Tari says they managed to affect gene expression with electrical stimulation.
1: Mm-mm-mm. Um,
0: Step Colonel says stay out the hospital. Listen, I stopped drinking. Um, I can't say I stopped. I say I paused. I, you know, I can't say what I might do next week, but this week I've been doing a lot of um, I'm having today. I'm having, um, and this has been my usual green tea with moringa powder and honey. This is my go-to drink for stream now. I was heavily reliant on caffeine, but now I am trying to go very, very natural. And I noticed that it's helping my brain as well in conjunction with uh, Master Focus. All right, let's go to the next story. All right, I did not get a chance to read this one, mostly because it just hit my desk right before we went streaming. So we're gonna go over this one together. Says right here, and this is funny because it's going to tie into the next story. Don't forget, if you want to call in, dial 202-59, no, I'm sorry, text 202-596-5631 with Hotep in your name. If you'd like to call in, we're going to have a lot of time today, I think. Text Hotep in your name to 202-596-5631 if you want to get in on the phone calls. It says House Committee will reopen discussions on a digital dollar in September 14 hearing. This is the House Financial Services Committee. We'll gather on gather for a digital dollar dilemma is what they're calling this thing here. And like I said, I hadn't gotten a chance to read this, so we're gonna go over this together and see what juicy details can we squeeze out of this disgusting fruit. Alright, so it says, uh Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so they'll be holding a discussion on CBDCs the first time in months okay september 7th announcements new patrick henry announces hearings okay says republican lawmakers on the committee said uh they plan to hold a hearing discussing the implications of releasing a cbdc as well as private sector alternatives wow interesting okay um so private sector alternatives we're actually going to touch on today the Digital Dollar Dilemma discussion will be held on September 14th, roughly two weeks before the SEC Gary Gensler will reportedly testify before the full committee. Oh, fuck. Anytime Gary Gensler shows up, it's not good news. You all know what Gary Gensler looks like? Let me show you what um, Gary Gensler looks like. Just in case you guys never seen his uh, face before, here's um, Gary Gesler. Let's put this on your screen. Here he is in all his splendor, Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. Pretty, pretty sure they're the same person. O-tip, you're a genius. com. Let's go back. Enough shenanigans. Sorry. I guess I attract every once in a while. I got ADD. All right. So we come here. Oh, this ain't on your screen. Good. All right. Now it's on your screen. Good. All right. So what else are they saying here? The hearing will mark the first time in months lawmakers that address issues related to a rollout of digital dollar. A potential CBDC rollout in the U.S. became policy position for a few presidential candidates in 2024. Ron DeSantis, Trump said in July he planned to ban CBDCs. Vivek also criticized CBDC's U.S. lawmakers have proposed different legislation approaches to tackling issues related to a CBDC rollout in the country, including limiting the Federal Reserve's authority over issuing a digital dollar. Various U.S. states have also passed bills banning CBDC's as payment options, including Florida. All right. Hold on a second. This is interesting, because it says right here, limiting the Federal Reserve's authority, right? This is what some U.S. lawmakers make, limiting the the Federal Reserve's authority. And the thing is, you have to look at how these stories come out and how close together they come out. So this is all, like, within the last 24 hours that we're reporting on these things. Now watch this, okay? What we're going to do now is we're going to actually go over to the Federal Reserve website. This is federalreserve.gov. So this is official um, transcript uh, from a speech yesterday by uh, Vice Chair Michael S. Barr. Okay, so we're going to take a look at this. Now, remember, they just said they want to limit the Federal Reserve, right? Limiting the Federal Reserve's authority. Well, let's see what the Federal Reserve thinks that they're going to do. So real quick, I didn't highlight this because we've gone over this in the past, but I do want to talk about it. FedNow service is operational. And um, it says right here, current volumes on FedNow are low, but they expect participation to grow over time and be significant addition to and advance on the existing payments tr- infrastructure. So if you guys aren't aware uh President Biden already issued an executive order to explore uh, CBDCs. So, um, and, and, and then now also you have to understand about FedNow. We cover this on menavoider.com. Okay, it says, I view the FedNow services uh, complementary to the private sector instant payments services currently offered. Okay, cool. Let's skip all that. I just want to make sure I didn't skip anything that you guys. Okay, so it says here, as the pace of innovation increases, the payments landscape continues to evolve with the emergence of new programmable payments platforms so programmable payments right and we talked about dt uh dlt the other day distributed ledger technology blockchain technology we talked about all of that um all right so let's go right here let's go to the core of what he's saying here he says we continue to speak to a broad range of stakeholders now we're going to look at who these stakeholders are in just a moment in in the, in the future stories in fact let me bump this one up okay perfect because uh, who are those stakeholders my speculation is probably jpm and the likes right jpm and maybe BlackRock or somebody like that but definitely jpm i would believe and maybe Bank of America. All right. So it says we continue to speak a broad range of stake, speak to a broad range of stakeholders and conduct basic research in emerging technologies that might support CBDC payments. backbone. So regardless of what lawmakers are saying, the Federal Reserve is proceeding with research on the CBDC payments. Specifically, the, the the technologies that will support a C- CBDC. And it says, uh, and he says, or for other purposes in the existing payment system, for example, the Fed's CBDC research program is currently focused on system architecture, notably how ledgers record that uh, record, uh, how ledgers that record ownership of and transactions and digital assets are maintained, secured and verified as well as tokenized. Uh, models that is a uh, design of digital analog of the digital analog to paper banknote that permits a transfer of value. Blah 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 blah. Okay, um, says right here the Federal Reserve has made no decision on issuing a CBDC. It's bullshit. I mean, they've never made a formal decision. But we know what's going to happen and would only proceed with the issuance of a CDC, CBDC, with the clear support from the executive branch and authorization of Congress. Right. That's what they say. They got it. And according to law, this is true. They have to wait on Congress. Now, let's stop right there. One, this gets passed in Congress and just sort of moves along. Right. And under the guise of inclusion. Right. Oh, my God, people are unbanked. We have to include people. This it's racist if we don't pass the CBDC. The CBDC is anti-racist. This is what they'll say, right? The other thing is what we'll have is a a cataclysm of some sort that will suspend Congress congressional power or not suspend congressional power. but would, in fact, lean us more toward CBDC as a solution to our problems, such as the toppling of the dollar due to foreign countries working together uh, like bricks and backing their um, their their currency with real assets. Right. Let's continue, it says, uh, given the importance of this infrastructure, investigating the potential opportunities, risks and trade-offs for payments, innovation is just one way the Fed fulfills its role in Supporting the responsible innovation, responsible innovation, that enables a safe and efficient U.S. payment system. Oh, let me get some more of this tea. It says here. Now, let me turn my attention to recent actions by the Federal Reserve that are aimed at promoting responsible innovation in financial services more broadly. And this is an important part here. It says last month, the Federal Reserve announced that it has created a novel activities supervision program Okay To focus on the supervision of risks posed by novel technology driven activities at banks aka crypto aka blockchain aka DLT At present these activities include those involving crypto assets DLT Uh, distributed ledger technology, and complex technology-driven bank partnerships with non-bank fintechs. Let me just tell you right now, if you're watching The Griff Report, you're about to be, like, the top 1% of people. And I said this before, the real class divide is intellect, not money, right? So you're about to be, you're the new 1%, okay? Because you're getting all this education, you're you're on the, like, the front lines, you are on the cutting edge of the future by watching this podcast. So I just want to give a Don DeMarco to the chat, everybody watching salute to you cuz you could be watching some bullshit about, you know, presidents fucking gay people, but you're here with me. Anyway, let's continue. Um and don't forget hit the like button. Hit the like button. If you're enjoying the stream, please hit the like button. All right. That said, this program will grow as new technologies emerge cuz they'll try to govern those by dedicating a team of supervisory experts to the oversight. I just wanna make sure you guys can see this on your screen. Hold on, you know, I'm very particular about you being able to see what I'm reading, so you ain't making it up. Our aim is to provide clarity as well as timely and relevant feedback to the institutions we supervise. The institutions we supervise, okay? We want them to continue to work and I, I highlight that because I want you to understand the hierarchy of the Federal Reserve, because some people are not are not clear on that. OK, uh, we want them to continue to work to take advantage of innovations while also supporting their ongoing safety and soundness. OK, now this is where it gets kind of creepy. One innovation that crosses both payments, provision and bank safety and soundness issues is stable coins, Now, remember, I told you this. People were asking me. They were they were saying to me, HOTEP, the government's going to come down on Bitcoin. The government's going to come down on Syscoin. I said, no, they're not. They are not direct competition. They are indirect competition. Bitcoin is indirect competition. Stable coins are direct competition. And it's anybody running a stable coin that has to get low and anybody utilizing a stable coin has to get low. Here we are. The Fed says it right in their own meeting. They are concerned about stable coins. Okay? It's right there. Uh, which can also be described as digital tokens that aim to maintain a stable value relative to a government-issued currency such as the US dollar. All right. So anybody's not familiar, stablecoin let's just say like USDC or USDT is basically has carries almost the same value as the U S dollar, right? It's pegged one-to-one or it's supposed to be when it works, right? When an asset is pegged to a government issued currency, it is a form of private money. 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 Can I ask y'all, have y'all ever seen private money before? (laughs) Y'all ever seen private money before? You know, the closest y'all ever come to seeing private money was probably the tokens at uh, Chuck E. Cheese. private money. When that asset is also used as a means of payment and a store of value, it borrows the trust of the central bank. This is true. This is true because it's pegged to the dollar. This is why stable coins are a very interesting thing. It's pegged to the dollar. And this is why I said they had to be careful because when you have a stable coin, you're pegging it to the dollar. That means you're playing their game. Imagine it's almost like a counterfeit. It's almost counterfeit too. Because imagine if I came out with a Hotep dollar today, right? And somebody said, "Hey, we got our own coin, and it's pegged to the value of the Hotep coin." It's like, wait, hold on. Why don't you just use the Hotep coin, right? So I, it's this is direct competition, right? But again, that's private money. That would not be Hotepistan money. They'd be able to operate outside of our economy, outside of our markets, outside of our currency. It's very threatening. Very threatening. So the Federal Reserve um, has a strong interest in ensuring that any stablecoin offerings operate within what an appropriate federal prudential oversight framework, so they do not f- threaten financial stability or payment system integrity. Now, this is a this is probably I think this might be the biggest, uh, the most important, the most crucial um, sentence in this thing. I think so obviously they're saying we're going to pass this along to Congress and we're going to have Congress do the dirty work and clamp down on these stable coins. Right. But it says threaten financial stability. Does it really threaten financial stability? I don't think so. Um, I was talking to a finance guy a couple of years back. We were talking about this and we were talking about how crypto actually helps the dollar, right? Because when the money leaves the, um, leaves the, uh, I guess we should just call it the public sector moves into the private sector of currency of currency. Um, Private sector being the crypto defi world. You get a deflationary, not instead of inflationary, you get a deflationary effect, which in fact would help get rid of some of this excess cash we have in our economy. The issue is if private money becomes too powerful we no longer need the Federal Reserve.
1: Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com.
0: So when they say financial stability, they're talking about their own stability, their own ability to control money in America. At least that's my theory. Now, could this be something that could affect us if the dollar sort, sort of... Uh, is destabilized because we pay for everything with dollars? Certainly it could. However, everybody would run to the new currency and we'd be transacting in the new currency and the dollar would be obsolete. This is, you know, um, you know, um, theoretically speaking, right? Theoretically speaking. in extreme cases, in extreme case, in extreme scenario. Okay. So let's continue. It says, uh, to provide clarity for banks, so they're going pr- to provide the clarity for banks. Interested in engaging, engaging in these assets, we recently issued guidance. So they are issuing guidance on the process by which the Fed, a Fed-supervised bank. Now, a Fed-supervised bank is basically all banks. So I don't even know why they use that term. Um, maybe they're talking about banks outside of the Fed or other types of banks. But according to the Monetary Control Act of 1980, all banks are under fed supervision. Supervision. And that's why I said nineteen thirty three was a doozy, but nineteen eighty was even worse. Let's continue. Um so Fed Supervised Bank can seek to obtain a supervisory not objection before issuing holding or transacting in dollar tokens. As the board of governors announced in January, but for those banks engaged in these activities, they are advised to obtain a written supervisory non-objection from the Fed, verifying they have appropriate risk management systems in place to identify and control potential risks, such as those related to cybersecurity and compliance with AML laws. All right Says here, the guidance only covers the activities of the banks over which we have supervisory authority. All right but there are big risks when the Federal Reserve does not have direct supervisory and regulatory authority. So, God forbid the Fed ain't watching it. Things could go bad, even though they've been fucking this country up since its inception. I remain deeply concerned about stablecoin issuance without strong federal oversight. Now, I will say this. When I wrote my book, The Patriot Report, Unmasking Conspiracy of Money and War, obviously I had a strong interest in central banking and banking as a whole and its ties to American history. But a lot of people have read this book and said they got through like a couple of chapters and their stomachs started hurting. And I can understand why, because for some people, it's a really, really huge red pill. For some others, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm kind of familiar with this information. But for people not familiar with information in my book or anything like it. I've had people said, yo, it made me literally sick I was really concerned about our country After I read the book So, fair warning, if you get my book It may make your stomach hurt Hotep, you're a genius, hotepjesus.com And you can get that at hotepjesus.com The Patriot Report Anyway, let's continue It says, as I mentioned earlier, stable coins are a form of money Okay And the ultimate source of credibility In money is The central bank the ultimate source of credibility in money is the central bank. Now that's a false statement. That is an absolutely false statement. The credibility of money is based upon the people in the transaction. If I say, yo, I give you this paper towel for that couch and you accept it, this is a credible form of money. No matter what it is, he's agreed on it. And if a bunch of people agree to use this, that is a credible form of money. You do not need a central bank to tell you what is a credible form of money. You just need two people to agree that they accept this thing as a medium of exchange. In the dystopian future, it will be bullets. Bullets will be money. Do you need the Federal Reserve oversight to say that bullets are a credible form of money? No, we will not. It would not. There was money before there was a central bank. There was no central bank when people were trading seashells. Let's continue. Um, if non-federally regulated stablecoins were to become a widespread means of payment and store of value, they could pose risk to financial stability, monetary policy, the U.S. payment system. Now that's a fact. Now that's a fact. The U.S. payment system will be threatened. This whole thing could come tumbling down, which is probably good for us because then we can move to a real form of money. One that's not controlled, one that's decentralized, secure, transparent. Don't make me pull up the Ben Bernanke um congressional hearing with uh Bernie Sanders when he talked about $2 trillion that he couldn't account for. What? You know what would have solved that? Blockchain. You're a genius. We don't know exactly where that $2 trillion went. Ben Bernanke, former chair of the Federal Reserve. Anyway, let's continue. Um... So it says we appreciate the work Congress has been doing on this important issue and look forward to further engagement to ensure that there is a robust federal framework for all stable coins. So remember, we just talked about. Right here in this article, they want to limit the Federal Reserve's authority. Meanwhile, the Federal Reserve is like, hey, Congress. We're on the same boat as you. Right. So you already know where this thing is going. Now, let's go to the big boss of it all, the big boss of it all, the big boss of uh finance in America the big boss of banking in America JPM JP Morgan they're pretty much the dictators of financial policy go argue with your favorite blue pill let's see what it says here JP Morgan is in the early stages of exploring what a blockchain-based digital deposit token for speeding up cross-border payments and settlement according to a person familiar with the work now what did i say earlier Uh, Earlier this week, what did we discuss? We discussed the fact that um, JPM was going to be uh, heavily involved in this conversation. Um, We talked about um, um, New World Order Coin, cross-border payments, and that's what they're talking about here, right? Um, We talked about the private sector needing to... um, because you'll have, you have the Federal Reserve, and then you'll have the Treasury, and then you'll have the private sector. So the private sector needing to explore CBDCs, right? We talked about wholesale CBDCs versus retail CBDCs. So JPM, it makes sense for them to be involved in developing a digital token and understanding this technology. You see, the Federal Reserve can't do anything without Jamie Dimon, Okay. This is all speculation, just to be clear. You know, this is not something you'd want to publish on Bloomberg. I might pro- They'll probably cancel me for saying something like that. But again, financial policy in America, monetary policy in America is J.P. Morgan's job. So the Fed cannot develop a CBDC until J.P. Morgan develops a CBDC. So once you see J.P. Morgan developing a CBDC, you sort of have an idea what's going on here, right? So once J.P. Morgan figures this thing out then they can go back to the Fed and say hey Fed this is how we're going to position and the Fed to go to Congress and say hey this is how these things are going the Congress will come back and they'll pass and we'll all have CBDC anyway let's continue it says uh, JPM is what US's biggest bank by assets now some people who are not familiar with finance um, the way we get got is so I'm going to show you how American taxpayers get got right when it comes to uh, financial policy right so, for example, um, a bank tanks out a loan. Said bank sends the loan, sends the money to Ukraine. Ukraine defaults on paying that money back. Said bank should go out of business because they had a bad borrower. Instead, what they do is they go to D.C. And D.C. goes, okay, we'll bail you out, okay? You say, okay, fine. So what D.C. does is they create money out of thin air, Put it on the books, treasury bonds, whatever it may be. And then those things are backed by you and me, the taxpayer. Right now, what happens is the CEOs of these places and even the bank itself, let's just stay at the bank level. The bank itself. Will and could acquire hard assets, bullets, land, gold, Bitcoin. Which is not a hard asset, but it's a hard asset in some ways. I should say tangible they'll acquire tangible assets like land. Okay. And because they got bailed out, they didn't have to give up any of that land. So as you see here, it says JPM is the biggest bank by assets, right now assets on the asset table does not always have to be tangible assets. It could just be loans because loans are not only a liability on their books, but they're also assets. Make that make sense. (laughs) The same money they loan out is also listed as an asset on the books. I swear to God, this is how the banking system works. It makes no fucking sense, but this is the game they be playing. Let's just continue before I lose my shit. Um, The U.S.'s biggest bank by assets has developed most of the underlying infrastructure needed to run the new form of payment, but wouldn't create the token unless the project is approved by what? U.S. regulators, according to the person who asked not to be named. Yo, this shit is so shady, yo. (sighs) The bank may launch the product for use by corporate clients less than a year after it receives a go ahead, the person says. So U.S. lawmakers will say go ahead. You can create your token and then things will move forward, like I said before. How I said before, deposit tokens are transferable digital coins that represent a deposit claim at a commercial bank. So you'll put deposits there and they'll hold those deposits in a digital coin. So whenever they want to transfer those assets, those digital coins to somebody else, it can be transferred easily. It says essentially they are digital versions of the deposits that customers hold in their accounts because transactions using these coins are processed on blockchain rails. Settlement is instantaneous and proponents of the novel form of money suggest they may make transactions treat cheaper as well all right so jpm we're keeping a close watch on them as always so uh i'll update you on that let's go over to africa see what's happening in africa Fix this on your screen let me check on the chat real fast to see what the chat is saying about jpm i know they're losing their mind Big Ron B said those stamp gold, silver coins with only 2% gold in each coin, giving it the full weight. Keep your eye on when convert 99% of gold, the 2% isn't. Damn. That's one hell of a scam. That's an old scam too. That's a really old scam. Um, shout out to my rumblers. Did y'all hit the like button? Make sure y'all hit the like button. Is it because of inflation? In the long run, inflation and interest turn loans, losses into profit. Where it wouldn't have previously. No, it has nothing to do with inflation. That's just, how the, that's just how the game works. It says copious holdings at JPM, says FAMO. Indeed. I learned that word copious when I was a young, young lad in probation. And my probationary officer came in to piss test. And he said to me, um, you know, you don't have to worry about these tests as long as you drink a copious amount of water. And I was like, oh, okay. copious. I like that word. Little skinny ball head dude. He's really cool. He was straightforward though. He didn't say much to you, he just piss tested you and then sent you on your way. If you piss tested and it was bad, then he treated you as such. He gave me a warning and he was like, Looks, you know, copious amounts of water, fix it. Got you, bro. I won't piss piss bad next time. Anyway, um, what up, Asaru Ray Seeker? I see you. P Dog Night in the house. He says, "Does Delta fly to Hotepistan? Nah, you can't. You can't take any of the commercial airlines to Hotepistan. Uh, in fact, you will have to go to a nearby airport, and we'll send a uh, convoy out to come get you. You will need protection to enter Hotepistan. If you try to enter Hotepistan, you may be shot on site. without correct authorization." All right, let's go back. It says right here, this is uh, thecurrencyanalytics.com. Unlocking Africa's Economic Potential, How Blockchain Innovation Rescues China's Financial woes. So this. So, again, you have to look at other nations to see how they're going to talk about it here in America. And you're about to see how they're going to sell it to you here in America using black people, African people, Nigeria. Let's go to the tape. Nigeria as the continent's most populous nation and largest economy has found itself at the epicenter of this revolutionary discourse. The conversation revolved around the aftermath of a momentous decision by a prior government to print Naira notes, the nation's fiat currency, and its recent endeavors to embrace central banking digital currency, CBDC. Both initiatives inadvertently led to a currency flow shortage, catalyzing a pivotal moment for blockchain innovation to step into the spotlight. You see how they're talking about this here? This is very important. This is super important. This sentence right here this this uh, this sentence is, is is very much ominous of what's coming to America. So what did they say? They printed new notes, they printed the currency into oblivion, and then there was a currency flow shortage. Now I, I said to myself say, if you printed notes, why would there be a currency? flow shortage it didn't make sense because I thought more currency more flow but then I thought about it and again you just follow the rules of supply and demand if the supply is humongous then the demand is low very simple duh right so why did they do that you put on your tent for a Kofi and it's going to be right here Catalyzing a pivotal moment for blockchain innovation and step into the spotlight. So, if we were to say this is America, what we'd say is hey, the Fed has printed too much currency, but we have a solution CBDC. It's just how it's going to work. And then, where that doesn't work, it's going to be oh, so you must be racist because this is all about inclusion. As the world witnesses the rapid ascent of blockchain technology, it is increasingly evident that this decentralized digital ledger system holds the key to disrupting traditional financial paradigms. Let's go down. Um, So again, however, it was the unprecedented decision to print new Naira's. See, it says here, unprecedented decision. So I'm questioning myself, did they print the new Naira because of some reason? Or was this to show that they can use that? To force C B D C into existence. Got a Cash App here. Hold on. Oh, somebody accepting my Cash App. Damn. <laughs> I just lost money. Uh anyway, unprecedented decision. So, you know, is did somebody say print the new Naira? And then we'll have a reason to bring in the C B D C? Who knows? It says the repercussions of this move were keenly felt as it led to a scarcity of Naira in circulation, resulting in financial turbulence and uncertainty. Enter blockchain technology, a decentralized ledger that offers transparency, security and efficiency with the potential to restore order to Nigeria's economic system. So this is their solution. Your economy doing bad? CBDC. Communism got you down? CBDC. Socialism got you down, CBDC. Fed print too much money. CBDC. Bricks just drop, CBDC. It's a band-aid for all. It says here the Cyban Digital Assets Summit 2023 provided a platform for experts to dissect the intricacies of CBDC adoption. So they had a, a summit about this, okay? Uh, the consensus among attendees was that CBDCs could serve as a catalyst for economic transformation in Nigeria. That's for damn sure. They're definitely going to be a huge transformation. Um, now it says here, moreover, blockchain's decentralized nature aligns with the principles of CBDCs, eliminating the need for intermediaries and reducing transaction costs. Remember, I told you your bank might go away. So when you look at domestic news versus international news, the international news is probably going to be closer to the truth. You see, domestic news was saying, oh, we're not going to get rid of banks. We have to find a way to not get rid of banks. Meanwhile, when you go look at the people, the experts talking about this subject matter at their summit, they're talking about eliminating intermediaries like banks. Uh, then it says the synergy between these two innovations could usher in a new era of financial inclusion, especially for the underserved populations in Nigeria's rural areas. You know what I'm saying? Saiban President Adaora Nwado emphasized the need for collaborative efforts between government agencies. So, again, new world order coin. Simple the ripple effect impact on Africa's economy, Nigeria's journey towards blockchain technology and CBDC adoption holds significant implications for the entire African continent. As a regional economic powerhouse, Nigeria's success in implementing these innovations could inspire neighboring nations to follow suit. So they'll get Nigeria and everybody else goes, well, no, Nigeria did it. So we need a CBDC too. Again, here they come back. Additionally, Africa's substantial unbanked population stands to gain immensely from this. Again, they mentioned financial inclusion. Um, then they have these uh, education and awareness campaigns surrounding CBDC. So they'll be um, educating governments and increasing awareness. It says here global investment, global interest in investment. The global community has been closely monitoring. So the global community has been closely monitoring Nigeria's foray into blockchain and CBDCs? No shit, because they're the test dummies. This is what, this is why, if America has some of the best technology in the world, I think some of the best technology in the world comes out of Israel, America, Japan, and China, and and Russia, and Germany, okay? this is some of the technology hubs around the world, right? Nigeria ain't that. So why would technology develop faster on the African continent than it would from the tech giants? Now, we know it's already implemented in China. So why is America lagging behind? Because they're waiting to see how everybody else is affected by this so they can come in and correct the wrongs. So Nigeria test dummy international investors and tech giants are showing a keen interest in the potential of innovations. So the the investors are hovering like vultures waiting for this thing to go down so they can get their piece of the pie. It says right here, the influx of foreign capital could boost Nigeria's economic prospects and position it as a hub for blockchain innovation in Africa. So the the capitalists are going to come in with their money and get a piece of Africa says China, a pioneer in CBDC development, has expressed interest in collaborating with Nigeria on CBDC research and implementation. This collaboration could further solidify Nigeria's position in the global blockchain landscape. So really, who's going to who's going to who's going to uh, colonize Nigeria is going to be China because CBDC is the new colonization is going to be China or somebody else. Who knows? Ripple has been engaging with these countries on building their own CBDC. Yup. Yup. One should have to pass an entry exam to enter Hotepistan. You got to do more than that. You got to do more than that to get into Hotepistan. You got to do more than that. Credibility is based on people's belief. Exactly. 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 Um Real, AK Kamara said Nigeria, the C B D C Tuskegee test dummy niggas. Facts. Uh, a lot of people go, Oh Jesus, what's the solution? What's the solution? Well the solution's private money. That's a solution, sovereign money. Private money. If you guys want to join a community looking to develop private money, that's what we do. That's what we do. Matter of fact, we do airdrops. Airdrops are private money. That means money falling out of the sky. If you guys want to participate in this project, SuperDap, the real everything app, coming soon. Get paid to use the internet. If you want to be a part of this launch project, be a part of the future, be a part of people trying to create some freedom of money around here. Hit that link in the description box below. Say access to the Super group. And I'll pop that right here. It says uh Access Super Dap Access SuperDap Airdrop Group. It's in the description box below. I'll pop it in here in the in the um chat. And you guys can join us there. And like I said, man, be on the front lines of this revolution of money, man. Hotels Ben been told you. Shout out to CISCoin. Alright, let's go to uh, last story of the day. And then we're going to open up phone lines. 202-596-5631. Text HOTEP in your name and we'll get to those callers. Um, can you guys see that? No. Okay, here we go. So, interesting article was re- released today. It says, Beware the Big Brother, Digital Dollar That Will Take Your Freedom. This is by Jonathan S. Tobin. Uh, who I have uh, recently followed. Um, This gentleman here is the one that wrote that article. Okay, Just to show you. Thank you for your good work, sir. Let's go back. Hopefully I didn't lose my highlights. Yes! Okay, good. My highlights are still there. So it says um, the the threat is clear. Imagine America in which almost all financial transactions are not only able to be monitored by Washington but administered by it. Via a government run digital currency, such a scheme would put the government's hands even deeper in our pockets and make Treasury Department bureaucrats the masters of your digital wallets, giving them not just detailed information about your life, but power over your ability to exist in the modern marketplace that would make it impossible for independent contractors and small businesses to conduct operations off the books, increasing government tax revenue, but it would also give the feds the ability to close the bank accounts of those it disfavors for political reasons and prevent them from conducting business of any kind. That's something already experienced by Brexit promoter, Nigel Farage and dissenters in Canada who back trucker protests against authoritarian uh, COVID rules. Let's scroll down here it says the already diminishing role of cash was helped along by the coronavirus pandemic. Remember I told you the, the 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 coronavirus pandemic I felt was partly to help people understand what a QR code is, right? And created much of the impetus for the creation of a CBDC. A federal digital currency would offer an opportunity to eliminate the middleman of credit card companies or online purchasing companies like PayPal it would compete with other digital currencies like Bitcoin, right? Now, this is what he gets wrong. I highlighted this because he got this wrong. And I showed you earlier how he got that wrong based upon um, the Fed's own word. Okay. Now this is the, this is the problem with old folks, right? This dude, he's an old head, Jonathan S. Tubin, And I'm not saying this to dig on him. He just, old, and he's not, he's not familiar with the tech and the difference between stable coins, and decentralized coins, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but he thinks Bitcoin is in this. They're not worried about Bitcoin. It's not competing. The CBDC does not compete with Bitcoin. It just doesn't. It just doesn't. It, it's not. So he's wrong on that. But um, it's okay. It's okay. We forgive him. We forgive him. ESG. You guys know about the ESG stuff, right? It says there is every reason to believe that the new digital money will be guided by environmental, social, and government Guidelines that will favor some forms of economic behavior and punish or ban others in much the same way. Those measures are already being used to restrict investment and ESG influenced currency could force consumers to stop buying or limit the purchase of items. Liberal elites don't approve of such as guns, meat or gasoline. And he mentions the great reset. Now let's go ahead and let's pull up a copy of the great reset. I have one here. I think somewhere on my computer. I think I have it. Um, by uh, Klaus Schwab. Here we go. Um, let's put this on your screen. And I'm going to show you how he's right about this. He's absolutely right about this. Where we go? Let's go here. And then let's fix this on the screen. Like. So, and I'm going to show you in this document, the Great Reset, where they talk about this. They talk about currencies. Oh, did I, did I mess up your screen? Yeah. All right, let's find. All right, let's go to the table of contents. And it should be coming up. All right, so we're going to go to the fate of the U.S. dollar. Am I highlight still here? I didn't save it. All right, so I, I kind of know this because I've studied this. So it says right here the Chinese uh, renminbi, right? That's the Chinese currency, could be an option. Actually, let me read the whole thing. It says, on the other hand, managing the US dollar sensibly. Can you see that? Let me make sure you guys can see this. Yeah, good. On the other hand, managing the US dollar sensibly for the rest of the world, doubters of the dollar's dominance point to the incompatibility of its status as a global reserve currency with rising economic nationalism at home. Right? Even though the Fed and U.S. Ch- Treasury manage the dollar and in its influential network worldwide with efficacy, skeptics emphasize that the willingness of the U.S. administration to weaponize the U.S. dollar for geopolitical purposes will in- inevitably incentivize dollar holders to look for alternatives. Are there any viable alternatives? The U.S. remains a formidable global financial hegemon. Um, Transactions are far greater, all by less visible than international. uh, But it is also true that many countries would like to take the challenge of the dollars global dominance and also including the Chinese dollar, right? The Chinese money. Now, um, it says the most significant one took place in China at the end of 2020 with the test of a national digital currency in four large cities. The country is years ahead of the country, uh, years ahead of the world in developing a digital currency combined with powerful electronic payment platforms. This experiment clearly shows that there, there are monetary systems that are trying to become independent of U.S. intermediaries while moving towards greater dis, di, uh, digitization. Ultimately, the possible end of U.S. dollar supremacy will depend on what happens in the U.S., as Henry Paulson, former U.S. Secretary-Treasurer. You've talked about him before. Um, now, hold on. I want to get to the part. Um, well, that's secure. Da da da, 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 da da da. Global reserve currency. Hold on, maybe it's before this. I'll do a search. I wanted to find it with my eye, but um, I'll do a search. Ah, oh, shit. Why is it not? It's loading results. Why is it taking so long to search? This document's not that long. This new It's new a version of um Adobe is kind of trash. Um, oh, let's try this. Okay, all right, here we go. Um, or was that it? Was that it? I think that might've been it. No, that was it. I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. Let's go back. That was it. That was it. The thing is, they don't say it. That's what it was. I forgot. This is my own extrapolation. So let me. Let me translate and and show you what I mean by my own extrapolation, right? So, hold on, let me find that after real quick. Hold on. Uh, where was it again? No, not that one. Uh, The fate of the U.S. dollar. Now, right here, it talks about being a global reserve currency, right? This is what this is about. Right. And um, there it says there are no alternatives. Right. But instead, what he's saying is um, it seems there are no short term alternatives. However, China would be the alternative. Right. Now, he doesn't just talk about China. Right. He says the same goes for the euro. It could be an option, but not until doubts about possible implosion of the eurozone dissipate for good, which, again, is unlikely prospect in the next few years. Right. So, again, he uses this term implosion. Right. So that's what I was talking about before here in America, we may have an implosion that will induce the need for the CBDC or the alleged need for the CBDC. But the funny thing is he's talking about a global reserve currency. He says China has a global reserve currency, but then he talks about them moving to a digital currency. So he says, as for a global virtual currency, it says it right there. That's the part I missed a global virtual currency. It says there is none in sight yet. But there are attempts to launch national digital currencies that may eventually dethrone dollar U.S. supremacy. Now, this I told you before, what's going to happen is they'll dethrone dollar supremacy and CBDC will be the need to restore that. But it says right here in the Great Reset global as for a global virtual currency, there is none in sight yet yet. Which means they are looking to do a global virtual currency. It's right there in the Great Reset, Klaus Schwab, World Economic Forum. Y'all always hear about that, right? Y'all ever dissect this paper? I just did it for you right there. Global virtual currency. It's mentioned right there. New World Coin. You know what I'm saying Retro Neon How do I get into Hotepistan We can't tell you that You got to be a night, To know You got to be a Hotepistani. Shout out to all My Hotepistanis We'll let you know Once we um Once we uh Build our Black house Because we don't have A white We're going to have A black house <laughs> <laughs> Ask Boys Entertainment says, would there be a need for a global virtual currency if every country has their own CBDC and they have integrations and communicate with each other on the blockchain? Well, that's kind of like a loaded question, right? It's a loaded question because you use the word need. There's not even a need for a CBDC, right? So there is no need for a global virtual currency. No, there is no need for it. However, there won't be. And again, in this I, I don't want to go back into this because I want to open up phone lines but in the in this in this again well that's an extrapolation it doesn't exactly say it, but when you read the great reset, my extrapolation is there's two worlds there's the west and there's the east, so it's not globalism it's really westernism is 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 how I understand it right so um with it'll be um it won't be a global virtual currency. It'll be Western uh, virtual currency and an Eastern virtual currency. So bricks will have one and then the West will have one. And that way everything um, can, um, they can have interoperability between the different institutions. But that's the, that's the uh, cooperation that they're talking about in all of these stories that we, um, that we show. Uh, Jack Reeves said we don't talk about Fight Club. Big facts, big clap, big facts. Um, a global currency that acts as a bridge asset, it will stop the spillover shock of bad monetary policy. That too, that too, that too. As far as stabilizing United States, and this is what I said before. I said this on the, on um around the blockchain, a crypto crypto show. Um, I said. CBDC isn't all bad. Like it destroys our sovereignty, but it actually is going to stabilize the Western financial system. It actually is going to do that. It actually will do that. I believe so, actually. Um, all right, let's go to the phone calls. Text HOTEP in your name to 202-596-5631. 202-596-5631. I'll be right back after this short, brief commercial break.